Welcome to Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybel Education. I'm Pete Wright, and right over there is Howard Tybel. You know what we're doing today? What are we doing? We're talking about Nakubo. Nakubo is coming Woo-hoo! up. National Association of College and University Business Officers annual meeting is coming up July 21st through 24th in Long Beach, California. Sunny Long Beach. That's right. We're all bringing our swimming shorts. Are you going to be doing some work uh, with the new business officers uh, group uh, coming in? pre? Uh, this is actually pre-Nakubo, yeah. uh, but but really addressing the story that they're living in. Yeah, and, I, and I'll tell you that the longer I've been in this space, in space meaning working in education, the more I see these emerging new leaders what the opportunity is for them and what the challenge is for them. And fundamentally, the challenge is their capacity to step into a new identity faster than they probably realize they need to. And that identity is piercing the complacency and resignation that people in education find themselves in. Now, we mask this when we wake up in the morning, we come to work, we do our best. But when you get into the big issues, when you get into trying to say, how are we going to change the needle on the diversity conversation or climate change on our campus or issues around student success, we have so many layers of obstacles, people, structures, processes that business officers role now need to step in as a certain kind of leader to to wake people up and and that's part of the story I'm going to be encouraging now the interesting thing if you think about being new in a career one of the things you hear even from the very top is I'm going to spend my first year listening right that's great you might hear all the things you need to know about the current state and the culture but you're also going to hear why things can't change And if you don't find a way early in this period that we call our listening tours of putting a stake in the ground and not waiting for someone to give you permission, but maybe asking for forgiveness, you're going to find yourself not being able to produce the change you want. So this new business officer session, we're going to focus on how mood in ourselves and others determine our capacity to open possibilities. We're going to focus on change management principles that really are about piercing complacency and resignation. And then, as I've been doing, as you know, over the last couple years now, drawing from principles that Jeff Bezos at Amazon has focused on around high-velocity decision-making and experimenting. And the, you know, the fundamental, simple language of disagree and commit versus convince and commit. I was just in a meeting with leaders. Everybody loves the idea. Nobody wants to do it because everybody wants to be convinced. But the idea that I could commit to something and fundamentally disagree, Mm -hmm. that is such a brilliant, simple idea, but it takes putting your ego aside and it takes being willing to say, you know what? I'm willing to experiment and put myself in to a situation, even though I think it's the wrong direction. Well, I love that because you can approach it from both sides of the discussion, right? You can approach it from the person who's trying to convince and the person who is in a role of needing to be convinced. And there are implications for both of those groups. Now, from there, I know you're going to be facilitating a conversation on storytelling and the power of the stories we tell as leaders. And given the guest, I know you have to be looking forward to this one. Matthew Loon a former Pixar guy who has now gone out on his own is doing tremendous work around storytelling. And he's going to be one of the keynote speakers. And 
after he's done on a luncheon for community colleges, I'm going to be having around 30 minutes or so giving a, him a chance to expound on some of the ideas he did at the keynote for community college leaders. He is fantastic when you look at his work uh, oh. and, and his work as a founder of Pixar University and Pixar Animation Studios and DreamWorks. I mean, I it, will not have enough time. Uh, you won't. And and I imagine there's a lot of fan service for you, too, as such a fan of Pixar and the work that they've done and oh. the talking that you've done about Pixar. This is going to be great. Oh, my God. And yeah. using Pixar's work, I mean, just, just this whole domain of storytelling. I was thinking about this today in preparation for our podcast, thinking about the difference between being a storyteller for something that's going to create imagination and have people lose themselves in a world and the kind of storytelling we're encouraging people in business and academic worlds to have in terms of forwarding the nature of their work. And I'll be really interested in listening and exploring with Matthew, what is the difference here? One is doesn't have a point. I mean, the point is to delight. The point is to create an emotion. Mm -hmm. The point is to have you walk out connected with yourself emotionally. In business, when people say you need to be a better storyteller, ultimately they're trying to drive to something. We're using mechanisms of storytelling in business. The bottom line for me is that you know it's that emotional connection it allows you to to find a space of change, mm. right? The emotional connection between the story and the observer, and that gets to so much of the work you've been doing around mood, right? Putting oh, yourself in point. the right mood to change. Yeah, and you know what I love about you just tying that in is. I would imagine the thing that Matthew's story will provoke is creating a mood fundamentally for people to reconnect with themselves. You know, when they see the, if they had children or if they go to see these Pixar movies and even the way I've, I've watched some of his uh, some of his public talks and even the, his own story about how he got to be who he is and for people to see how do I evolve in my identity? You know, so much of what I look for in myself and for others is how do we evolve our identity to be our best selves? And this is what I think capturing an imagination and creating a mood does and that he produces. And, and what I'm looking to help others produce in their world is not just to get by, not just to do a job and, and be able to say they effectively executed on something, but they shifted something in the world they're trying to have influence over. Which actually takes us to the the third event that you'll be participating in, which I think is, is uh, I don't know if we buried the lead. It is, to me, one of the most interesting. It is mm. the System Business Officers event. Yeah. Let's talk about that. So the System Business Officers, if you work in an institution that has multiple campuses, there is a system office that oversees the multiple campuses. In this case, we're inviting System Business Officers to come together for a conversation about how they're going to deal with increasing challenges across their different campuses, but also take care of the whole. You know, when I think about the roles that people play as system business officers, it's almost like you can't win. How so? You can serve Campus A and they get everything that they want and maybe they're the flagship and maybe they actually do deserve the most attention because they have the greatest need and others are out there and they're saying, wait a second, you're putting your, all your energy into providing technology services and that really helps that institution because that's what their focus is. We're, our focus is over here. Here's the resources that we need. So this role requires being such a 
competent collaborator and ringmaster of multiple business officer campus and leaders. And fundamentally, you got to be willing to have the strength to provide leadership to all your different campuses and recognize there's no way you're going to avoid having some being disappointed or upset with your decisions. And you just need to be willing to keep moving forward, but continue to listen. I'm literally looking forward to seeing some of the challenges that they're facing and then providing them some of the insights, including what you and I have put together a long time ago, which we'll post again, which is this video of how to think about where you put your energy. And do we put our energy on those who are complaining and really have no intention to go with you? Or are we putting our attention on those who even might be difficult, but offer something of value and we can sort of build momentum, not with everybody, but with a critical mass to make the changes we want. The biggest mistake I've been saying for years now, we have to stop thinking that we need to satisfy all of our constituents. You are never going to satisfy all your constituents. That's a hard lesson yeah. because all, you know, some, all of our constituents equally have a voice and they want to be heard and they want to be taken care of. And the nature of moving the needle is we got to be able to say, you know what, here's the decision I've made. You might not like it, but I'll come back to you. And, and, and if you stick with me, I'll continue to work with you. It's when people fall into a mood of cynicism that my suggestion to people is you got to turn away from people who are cynical. Don't turn away from people who are skeptical because they'll go with you. But people who are cynical, you've got to stop putting your energy there. I'm going to ask you for a spoiler, and you may have just answered it, but I look at the suite of events that you are participating in at Nakubo, the new business officer session. You get them at the very beginning of their careers as business officers, the system business officers. You get them as seasoned, experienced business officers, and all of the stories that they'll be dealing with in between with the conversation with Matthew Lund. When you look at a at the new business officer and the system business officer who's seasoned in the role, what is, is one of the... Uh, constraints or challenges that they're dealing with that are the same mm. at, at this at each point in their career? Well, in, okay, just to be clear, there could be some system business officers who are new in that role, right? Could be. But yeah. let's, stay, let, let's, for sake of argument, these are people who have more experience in that particular role. I'd say the fundamental issue that everyone is dealing with is the accelerating pace of change and the emerging technologies and those opportunities to step into conversations about how we are going to navigate those together. New business officers and system business officers need to learn and need to continue to practice to lead conversations so that people come together and you can produce a result through something that's going to emerge in conversation and exploration versus falling into the the mindset and the mood of we have to keep focusing on problem solving and fixing small issues. Both sides need to step up and say, how are we going to make the time to look at the strategic issues and bring people together to be part of that? You can't do this alone. This is, this, this is also part of the message is that I think we have to work harder than ever to not be lone rangers in our work. And there's not a lot of support for that. We get compensated and rewarded for being Lone Rangers, for being good at what we do as individuals. We don't get rewarded for what we do or what our teams do. 
or what our te- or teams do that are not even under our auspices. So it's really important for us to start thinking about how do we bring people together to have these critical conversations as opposed to try to be a problem solver as an individual. The theme for Nakubo this year, the Nakubo annual meeting, is anchored in culture, ingenuity, and pride. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic event. It's going to be as awesome. Always are. Are you gonna? Are you open for uh, people to stop you and and like hijack you in the hallways? Uh, you, you want people to to find you? Yes, they can find me. I'm going to be wearing um, a multicolored sandwich board. Sandwich board. Sandwich board. And a smile. What should it say on the front? I can't even. I'm, we shouldn't go there now, right? This will get bleeped <laughs> from this podcast. Um, and it's going to be a great show. And everybody. I want to do a shout out of something. This is also a, a a big year, and this is this is John Waldo's last. Oh, John. John Walda's last annual meeting as the as the person in charge and Susan Johnston will be taking over in that role. And I have to tell you, I have such admiration for the stewardship that he brought over the years. And, and I think this is going to be a, a, a nostalgic and a looking forward what new Kubo can be, but a lot of appreciation for how John has brought them to where they are today and and his team. So I'm really looking forward to this out in California. Big shout out to John, friend of the show. He's been on on this very show a number of times, and uh, uh, we sure wish him very, very well in this final Nakubo annual meeting. Thanks so much, Howard. It's been a treat. You're welcome. Thank you, everybody, for downloading and listening to this show. We sure appreciate your time and your attention. Again, you can find out more about the show at TybalInc.com. You can find the podcast anywhere finer podcasts are served, or you can sign up for our newsletter. Just click the blue button on our website, and we'll send you an email each time a new episode is released. On behalf of Howard Tybal, I'm Pete Wright. We'll catch you next time right here on Navigating Change, the podcast from Tybal Education.